Welcome to the Context Machine. It's episode 640. I'm Brian Chaffin. And, and I am Jeff Gamut. Hey, check us out on our, seriously, it's our, still our new home, on our new home, contextmachine.io. <laughs> you can also use contextmachine.io to reach out to us, or you can find us on Mastodon at Context Machine. You can find us on um, threads. You can find me on threads. I'm uh, at Geektails. And uh, I, I'm Jay Gamut. Uh, Brian, I'm sharing this with you because yeah. I, know, I know for you it's probably a thing. I know for some other people it's a thing. They don't feel like the holiday season has started until they see my Lego Advent calendar photos mm, popping yeah, up. That's fair. And, and they are now. And uh, I'm making sure that they're on threads this year, too. I saw that. You know what, though? You should not post what? it as an Instagram link. You should just post it again because well, that it's threads, just not going to happen. <laughs> threads Instagram in integration stinks. It does. Uh, however, uh, I can I I know that if I go to post it directly on Threads as opposed to just doing the Instagram. Hey, send it over to Threads. Mm-hmm. It will create a barrier that I will not go over. Therefore, well, you can just copy paste, man. Copy paste and 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 quickly. You you can post it on Threads faster than you can post it on Instagram. Except I'm image. in the post in Instagram, and I just go tap tap, and it's done. All right. I, here here's the thing. It's important to be honest with yourself. And I know that that even though it's not a big deal to post directly on threads as opposed to tell Instagram, send it to threads, I'm actually not going to do it if that's what I have to do. Therefore, this is the compromise that I'm making so that the content will appear on threads. I, I shudder to think at the idea that we should start being honest with ourselves. <laughs> right. That, that was my takeaway there. Uh, that's, but okay, I so think that's the, valid. The thing, the thing is, though, <laughs> it is so quick to post the threads. It is so quick to post an image or a video, and especially when you can just, you know, take your take your uh, um, uh, the, the 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 caption that you've entered in Instagram, and you know, before you hit post, select all and copy, so you got it in your in your uh, clipboard and then go over it. I mean, like, like the, the Instagram, it's so funny. The Instagram integration into threads is terrible because an Instagram, when you do it the way you do it, it shows up as a post with the URL and a half preview of your image. Yeah. It's, it's, they you, really you have, need to address that. You have to click it or tap it that is and and go to to Instagram to actually see it. It's ridiculous. You know, the problem that I see here is that is that uh Meta they need to work with the people that do threads and and uh and coordinate with the people that do Instagram and uh and Oh, wait a second. It's the same company. Yes. 
yeah, it's stupid. There's there's no reason why it should be the way it is. Um, nonetheless, and and you know, and I appreciate what you're saying. Well, um, like, I honestly feel like if you're not going to post it directly on Threads, you probably shouldn't post it. Yeah, well, I will anyhow. <laughs> okay. It's. D- do you want me using threads or not? Are you telling me you don't want me using threads? I do want you using threads. Is that what you're I like, saying? I like threads. I ha- I have really come to enjoy threads. You know what I want them to do? Well, and, and I'm enjoying threads too. I want them to create an API or uh, or just make it so that, that the cross-posting thing works seamlessly. I mean, it works when it's going to Facebook. Mm-hmm. So why not just make it work the other way or give me an API so I can set up an ift or something. Sure. And, uh, which is what I used to do when, uh, do, do you remember that old social media network threads? No. What was it called? Twitter. Oh, it, th- right. They, they all sound the same. Twitter. I could use ift and, uh, and have ift, auto post as original content on Twitter from Instagram. And it was great. You still could. No, because, because, uh, uh, Elon had the, the APIs for that shut down. Right. Which is uh, that guy. Yeah. That guy, that guy, that guy. Oh my gosh, Brian. Yeah. LinkedIn jobs is sponsoring us today. Oh, that's great. Exciting. That's yeah. That's fantastic. I like them. All right. Well, let's let's talk about uh, Goldman Sachs. Really, you don't want to keep going on about my neuroses that is preventing me from doing a simple post on Threads. Uh, okay, whatever. We can uh, talk nope. about Goldman Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about me. Uh, it's not about me. So watch, why I don't care. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, come on. All right. Yeah. Uh, Goldman Sachs. I love, do you remember my Goldman Sachs image that I did for TMO? Oh my God, I forgot. I, I had the I had the little Monopoly rich guy dancing yes. on, a, on, a, on a sack of money. Yes. Goldman Sachs. Anyway, Goldman yeah. Sachs, the current operators of the Apple card or the current partners with Apple, they're really the operators is probably pretty accurate yeah because i mean they're the whole bank for the card yeah uh they uh they went out and apparently according to nine to five mac apple has presented goldman sachs with a proposal (laughs) 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 oh you are absolutely ridiculous uh that that's fair uh, a, a quote uh, sent a proposal to Goldman uh, to exit from the contract in the next twelve to fifteen months. Unquote. So mm-hmm. th- this was um, this is not Apple being proactive. This was this is apparently part of th- this is like probably how their contract has to work because they uh, Goldman says we want out and uh apple then is uh required to send them a, p- a proposal on how it might work yes and um 
And just to throw uh, a mild pedantic uh, twist into this for you. I'm all for it. Okay. So Goldman Sachs says, we went out. The rest of that is, we went out from consumer-facing banking. So it's not Apple specifically that they went out of. It's the whole thing. And since Apple is in that whole thing, for Apple to be able to move forward and uh, and find a different partner, yeah, they need to give their proposal for how they're going to exit so that uh, they can gracefully transition all of us Apple Card holders to whoever the new partner will be. But it's the whole thing. It's not just Apple. Right. But I imagine it's Apple that's been driving the losses because Goldman has, has apparently I lost think, a crap ton of money. I, I think Apple is definitely having a, a, a real impact there. But I think they've been losing money hand over fist on the whole uh, consumer side from the get-go. You're talking about Goldman. Goldman, yeah, names hard. Um, well, it's just, yeah. we could have been talking about Apple there. I just wanted to specify that you were still talking about Goldman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I I think Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs, um, had a bad setup for their uh, consumer facing experiment from the beginning, and and now I'm totally building a tapestry from from a thread here. I learned it from you. Um, You're welcome. I I think that their their yeah their consumer facing business was not performing well anyhow and was already losing money, and I think that they may have considered Apple and the Apple Card as the way to bring that around and turn it into a profitable thing. I think actually their consumer efforts started with Apple. Uh, that's that's my recollection. That that's not and, a, and you and you that's yeah, not a you study right. position. <laughs> because, okay, well, because then, this is the context machine. <laughs> and why would we do that? Um, okay, well, if that's the case, then um, then boy, it sure didn't work out. Well, regardless, uh, it didn't true. work out. So the, I, I will also add that it's stunning to me that Goldman could lose money. On a credit card, because there's money to be made in credit cards, but apparently, apparently, to your point, they're just not they're they're not set up for consumer facing finances. That's just not yeah. their bag, and and it's and it's apparently not anything they they want to get better at. Yep, and okay, here's where I could see um, a business like Goldman Sachs losing money. In this uh, in this whole venture, if you haven't set up the business correctly, then you're going to run very inefficiently. So, a- as an example, which is something that that I've seen come up in discussions other places, they they meaning Goldman Sachs didn't want to do what Apple demanded, which is beginning of the month. Everyone gets their statements. We we all know when our statements are due. Beginning of the month, just simple. And they didn't want that, and they they weren't set up, I think, to be able to handle the uh, the sort of of user traffic and uh, and support that goes along with having all the cards 
do it the same time. Yeah, you essentially have to have your infrastructure set up to do everything one or two days a month. And then you're still paying for that infrastructure the rest of the time. Yeah. And uh, so here we are. Okay. Um, So Synchrony uh, is supposedly sniffing around wanting the business. They are a major provider of store credit cards. And essentially, that's there are two kinds of store credit cards. There's there's the card that is only good at a particular retailer, and mm-hmm. then there's the card that is uh, giving you co-branded, you, co, yeah, co-branded card. And Synchrony does both of those. And uh, I, um, uh, the, they're, they're supposedly wanting it, but I think there's something that's more interesting here in this nine to five story. But you were going to say something, though. I I was going to say that, and and actually, I don't have the story in front of me right now. So, I don't know if I'm about to hit on what's in the story. Um, Apple had a job listing for someone to do financial service coding. And and it listed in that uh, job listing that you would be working in concert with Pismo. Which is another company that uh, that handles the the uh, transaction process, and uh, and Dave Ginsburg on In Touch with iOS pointed out that Synchrony is uh, is known for for dealing with uh, with uh, poorer credit, lower credit. And uh, and may not be a good partner for Apple, but with that job listing for Pismo, which I think is out of Brazil, that's uh, that that seems to me to be Apple tipping their cards about where they want to go. Uh, I don't know anything about Pismo, so I don't know that I can have an opinion on that. Well, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, what? This is the context machine. I don't, what I don't specifically know is what role Pismo would be, would be uh, filling because the last little tidbit in this nine to five max story uh, Mm -hmm. is project breakout, which is apparently an internal product uh, project for Apple uh, working on essentially doing this on their own. So if Apple does it on their own, and I do find that fascinating, that means they have to become a financial institution. Yes, which I and think that Apple is, wants to do. And, and uh, if they do that, that is a multi-year process with lots of regulatory hurdles, and uh, and they're going to have to do it in multiple countries. So it's not going to be a fast process. Um, now, if Apple works with Pismo, since what they they have the infrastructure to manage the transaction process, so they're not actually the bank. So Apple could partner with with different banks, and then have Pismo handle that that transaction interaction piece, and then at some point, if Apple does actually become a financial institution then they could just switch that over from using third-party banks to their own bank. Okay. So or banks. You, uh, you are being a weenie because 
when we set up the idea of talking about this for the show, you said that you didn't think Apple was get, was interested in bringing this I in-house. don't think they're interested. I'm just offering you an explanation or, or my thoughts on how your idea could work. Uh, but I don't think Apple wants to be a bank. I, and I think it's because of all of the other regulatory stuff that goes along with that. I, I, just, I don't think that's a I place Apple, Apple wants to go right now. Apple absolutely wants to be a bank. I, I, I mean, like, Tim has made it clear that, that he wants Apple to do more things. Mm-hmm. And I think that being a bank is being a more thing. The. You're so cute when you're wrong. We'll let that out in post. It's right. Um, yeah, just like we always do. Yeah, it's. Of course, anything is possible with Apple because they've got all the money. Um, I just, I I just like don't see been, them going down, down the financial road. institution. We've been down this road before. Where you're saying that that you don't think Apple wants to do something, and I'm saying that Apple wants to do something, and then I'm right. This is how we keep excitement and tension <laughs> in the show for people. But I, I am I am I'm feeling very deja vuish on this. Well, I mean that that's okay. I mean your your memory might be clouded a little bit, and I'm going to keep telling you that. <laughs> uh, it's. I, I will concede that at some point in the future, Apple may become a financial institution. I just don't think that's where they're, they want to go right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think they, they will, and we don't know. So uh, we're supposed to put a pen on this. I accept your and, apology. And check it again later. Okay. Right. So, um, I would like to, uh, I've sold 105 copies of my book and that's fantastic. 105 copies of my book as an, as in two weeks and what, three days now as an indie author is, is pretty good. First book, indie author, self-published just to make sure people understand what, what we're saying here. 105 books. That's fracking. Awesome. Go you. Thanks. Uh, I would like to thank, those listeners who have bought a copy of my book, especially the people who have bought it and left a review. Uh, I'm, I am particularly looking for reviews on Apple books. I've had a lot of sales. And uh, by the way, you know, actually that's one thing that we, we could talk about briefly. Um, sure. So I've sold what? 40 copies of my book on Apple Books and 57 on Amazon and eight on Barnes and Noble and zero on Google Play, which is not a surprise because I don't even have a link to it. I, okay, I, I can I can see where that would be an impediment. There there is one uh, one link went out today. But anyway, um the Apple has ten percent of the of the ebook market. Mm-hmm. Uh thanks to the DO, the the DOJ. The Obama DOJ, I might add. And um, Apple has supposedly 10%. Actually, that might be that might be the book market. But they don't have all that much. I am sure that my history with the Apple community has 
essentially given a boost to the percentage of my sales that went to Apple Books. That seems reasonable. But I find it very interesting because 40, 40 is, um, 40 is, 40 is, 40 divided by 105, 38.1% of my sales have been, have been with Apple, which is definitely a, a much bigger chunk than, um, than I would have expected. And I like Same. It. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's cool. I would have assumed most of the sales would have been uh, through Kindle. Yeah, and they have been, but just not, yeah, not but, as much. I mean, most. significantly. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, so, uh, thank you to everyone who's left a review. Uh, left a review on Goodreads or, or Kindle or Apple Books or um, don't have any reviews on Apple Books yet or Barnes & Noble. But uh, I, I do have. Can I put you on the spot for a second? Reviews. Yes, I'm going to do it anyhow. Yes. Do you happen to have any uh, reviews handy? Oh yeah, sure. To quote from. Sure. I People, I really am putting them on the spot with this. Um, you know, they say that we're not supposed to read our reviews. And you're, that's, uh, you're not. No, that's no, because people can go down a rabbit hole. Or worse, they can, like, people will freak out and uh, they'll, like, argue or, 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 like, they'll get really pissed because some, someone's going to review my book and they're not going to like it. Well, oh, um, you mean you're not supposed to read your reviews in general, not like you can't quote from them on our show. Right, 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 right. I'm, yeah, I'm just supposed to not even read my, my reviews. So, but too but, late. But I have been, and and until I get a bad one, um, I I will not regret it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, this book was my first arc. That's an advanced re- review copy, and I really have to say it was a great read from start to finish. The story had me hooked, and I just couldn't put it down. The main character Mason was a brilliant mix of gritty, down to earth, clever, and humorous. I truly felt in his shoes in every situation. From his constant desire and failure to just go back to his own mundane life, to his interactions with his own built-in quasi-AI assistant, Mason was an incredibly relatable protagonist. He goes on from there, but uh, yeah, I've I've had great reviews, and I appreciate everyone who has left a review. I appreciate everyone who's bought the book. I appreciate you all. That's fantastic, and I love seeing that you're getting positive reviews, not because I was afraid you wouldn't, but because... You deserve them. It's a really good book. Thanks. I appreciate that. All right. Um, let's go. Oh, let's talk about LinkedIn. I would love that. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. And that's the thing about this service is it can help you find the right people and it makes it easier to drill down to get to the right people and for the right people to be able to find you. And these can be very, very important things. And the the, on, the, the, the labor market is still tight. I think uh, uh, unemployment is like 3.8%. The labor mm. market's tight. Well. That means it is a uh, not a hiring market. It is definitely a job seekers market. And you need all of the... Uh, uh, tools and 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 benefits you can get in your corner to be able to have a good hiring experience. 
LinkedIn is 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 not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. That's, wow. That's an impressive statistic. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions making the process even easier and quicker, which is great. And you can do all this from your dashboard, right? I talk about the dashboard every time we talk about them. Dashboard's mm-hmm. great. It lets you have all of your candidates, all of your job positions. It puts everything right at your fingertips so that you can get right to it. And uh, the, these are these are very good things. So you can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash ACM. That's linkedin.com slash ACM to post your job free terms and conditions apply. We appreciate them sponsoring us. Yeah. Thank you. LinkedIn jobs. Yes, indeed. Uh, what was the other topic we had? Uh, we were going to talk about law enforcement agencies, giving people wrong oh, uh, right. information. That's been kind of a thing on, especially on social media. Yes. Well, so, that that's where it started. Uh, right. So first of all, tell us what the problem is. Okay. Like what, so the, what the, what there's, what some folks are saying the problem is. Okay. So, uh, uh, uh police department, sheriff's department, a law enforcement agency put out, uh, a warning and then everyone else picked it up and ran with it that iOS 17 has a very dangerous feature and it called name drop. And what they said is that, that, uh, um, just simply by being near someone else's iPhone, that your personal contact information is going to get sent to someone else without without your permission. Right. So what and, what they're what they're envisioning is that is that bad guys are going to walk up and just kind of hold their iPhone next to you and slurp up your your uh, your contact information. Right. That's without without your knowledge. Without your knowledge or input. And mm-hmm. that's the part that is not true. <laughs> it's like patently false. Yes. And uh, so what they're telling people in their in their warning is that you need to go into settings on your iPhone and turn off the whole AirDrop thing because this is part of AirDrop. And, uh, and that's the only way to be safe. And, okay, the first time I saw th- this come up, it was a friend on Facebook and they posted this whole thing without a link to the, to the, to the original posting, because by the time they saw it, they were just copying and pasting and and sharing with friends. And, uh, and I let them know in the, in the comments to their, to their post, here's how it really works. And they had no idea, but this, this took off like wildfire and then media outlets were picking it up and they were running it too. And, um, all right, I, I I have to get a little ranty for a minute. So, come on, people. Let's. Whatever happened to? I know it's, it probably wasn't even there. Whatever happened to uh, to doing a little bit of research to make sure that what you're saying is correct, especially if you are a uh, uh, 
public safety agency that that uh, when you put out stuff like this, there is a natural tendency for people to take this at face value and believe you and think that that this is a serious issue when in fact it's not an issue at all. And uh, so so. I'm really disappointed with whoever started this. Then all of the other agencies that just hopped on the bandwagon and ran with it. Well, shame on you for not taking the time to verify if this is actually correct. And then the media outlets that ran with it too. Holy forking shirt balls, people. Not to mention it's the yours. Yeah. It is your job to make sure that what you're saying is, is correct. And, uh, and it was not. And to the best of my knowledge, none of the law enforcement agencies have, uh, have come out and said, oh, sorry, our bad. It's not actually a thing. Don't worry. You're fine. Well, let's, let's, and, let's explain why it's not a thing. Okay. Okay. So do you know how the whole process works? Yes. I, I can. No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, Jeff, tell me, how does it work? Oh, Brian, I'm happy to explain this to you. All right. So when uh, uh, you, you can select the contents that you do want to share with people, but here's how this works. You both have to be running iOS 17. Your phones have to be unlocked. You then get your phones within uh, a very close distance, a uh, couple inches, something like that. And then you both get a dialogue that pops up on your phone. If let's say I'm going to share my contact info with you, I then will authorize the sharing. Then on your end, you have to authorize accepting. So, so both parties involved have to take very explicit actions to make that, that uh, contact information exchange happen. And, uh, and then if I'm sharing my contact info with you, that doesn't automatically share yours back with me. You would have to to explicitly choose to share yours back. Right. So, so first there, of all, can we take a are, moment to mm-hmm. uh, marvel at the fact that I actually knew how this worked? I am just so impressed. <laughs> Secondly, I'm so proud of you, Brian. Secondly. And your acting skills where you pretended like you didn't know. Every bit as I mean, good as yours. Oh, every bit as good as mine. I I completely believed the performance. I'm I'm sure you did. the The key part of your explanation is the fact that you have to actively tap acceptance and sending of your information or some mm-hmm. someone else's information. Which that's the part above and beyond the fact that your your iPhones have to be unlocked. Right, because maybe someone puts their iPhone in their pocket unlocked. Who knows? But above and beyond all of these things that you have to do to even get to the point where this can work, you have to actively tap and accept, or send, and and uh, and accept. And that's yes. the, that's why that's the reason why the this is nonsense. It is why why the their kerfuffle is nonsense. Now I've I've been noticing that there are a ton of influencers who are first of all just copying each other's content, right? Obviously, 
That's, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's no surprise. But there are also a lot of influencers who love to get on the Apple bashing um, bandwagon. Yeah. It, you know, it, if you're, if you're doing the bashing thing just for, for the sake of, uh, of traffic. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I don't cool. really feel like very many of them care about what they're saying, but that, I don't know. That's probably another discussion for another time. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, I now have more info on on this. So in my rant, I was saying, to the best of my knowledge, no, none of these agencies came forward and said, yeah, sorry about that. Um, so um, Noble County Sheriff's Office in Ohio, they had posted about this. They they ended up editing their their message on whichever social media platform they were on. I think it was X. And uh, added in that uh, that there is a pop up to transfer content. So they they didn't fix what they said completely, but at least they said something to let you know that it's not just a, a completely without without your involvement sort of thing. Then um, uh, Dewey Police Department. Um, they had reposted this as well, and their comment was that they were just simply getting parents engaged with their children. That's so lame. Yeah. So, you know, if if you don't want airdrop or name drop turned on, that's fine turn them off because you understand why you're turning them off. If it's just part of, of someone else told you something scary and you're turning off features that are otherwise potentially useful, then that's, that's unfortunate because now you're missing out on something that, that could make your iPhone experience even better. Yeah. And you know, if I actually met people, I would love to use name drop. Yeah, and you know, I'd say that uh, the next time we're together, you can name drop me. But if we already have each other's contact info, uh-huh. it doesn't even work. Yeah, plus, you know, it's not like I leave my house. Well, I'd come to your house. Okay, we could do good. It there. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'll come to your house. I'll delete your contact card uh, from my phone, and then you can name drop it to me. <laughs> <laughs> the point to exit (laughs) and that is today's context machine this week's even if you have anything to comment on that or question you can write us at uh context machine podcast at gmail.com well it still says acm at macobserver.com and that that that's not a thing it's podcast machine no it's context machine podcast at gmail.com i didn't even know you're reading this from our it's it's the rest of of my ancient document that has our our suggestions on. Wait, you've been sending me just part of the document all this time? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've got <laughs> I've got uh, I've got stuff here from ExpressVPN, which they haven't sponsored us for a while. I've got a I've got a TDO script note. I've got a note that says oh. TDO script. 
<laughs> For those of you that don't know, that that would be uh, the Mac Observer's Daily Observations podcast. Right, which is uh, now defunct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a molecule. Um, uh, right. Anyway, so yeah, I've, I've been only sending you a part of this document for a long time. I had no idea. Our bandwidth. Anyhow, car- carry on. Our bandwidth is provi- provided by Cashfly. The bass is by Dr. Boom, recorded just for this show. And for better or ill, that's all for this week. Also, thank you, LinkedIn Jobs, for being our sponsor. Yes, thank you very much, LinkedIn. 